Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and co-host Ed Ray are joined by ex-Hollywood screenwriter and now eight-figure entrepreneur, Rob Weiser. Among his list of achievements, Rob had one of his original scripts get made into a theatrical release, got two books published, and created well over 50 sales letters and VSLs for his own products, most grossing over seven figures. Here's a glimpse of the valuable insights you can look forward to in this episode. Five screenwriting principles you can apply to copywriting that will skyrocket your conversions. Rob's secret hack to learn how to write very crisp, concise language to tell a story. By the way, if you want to be the next person to be featured in an episode of The Road to a Billion and get your questions answered as well, please join Stefan's email list to get the registration link for future shows. Just go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com slash subscribe. Stefan, S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, Georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I, And make sure you subscribe now to get notified about new episodes the moment they're released. I hope you enjoy. All right, let's do it. So first question here is from Isaac on writing and storytelling. What's up, Isaac? How's it going? Give Isaac a second here. Oh, there you go. Never been the first question before. Sorry, what's up? Yeah, go ahead, man. Cool. Ah, cool. So yeah, just as someone who's also kind of started with like novel writing and I've, I've written some scripts, but never uh, successful with it or anything, I've found that some things about copywriting are, are easier, uh, but I've also found that there are other things where like my stories, I would, I would entertain somebody, but then it, w- it wouldn't really go anywhere. So I guess my question was just, you know, how did you find the writing process changed for you? once you transition from more of like the entertainment end of writing to, you know, copywriting and such? Well, there are a few things about screenwriting that I felt I, I felt carry over into my copywriting. Uh, one of them, which I mentioned earlier, was learning how to be very concise with your words, making every word count. Because um, with a screenplay, you know, each page equals one minute of screen time. So you've got to keep things moving, you know? So, um, and then at the same time, you also, of course, trying to grab their attention right from the beginning and um, carry them from, from page to page in your screenplay. Because when I wrote a script and then it got passed along to a producer to read, they have a stack of scripts on their desk that is this high. And they might only give my script 30 seconds or a minute of their time, just like a prospect arrives on your website and sees your BSL and 
will either keep watching or leave in the first 30 seconds. So the importance of a great lead is the, the same principle applies to a screenplay or a sales letter. The lead is critical. You got to grab them, pull them in, take them on a journey. And um, I also think that I write with a fair amount of humor. And I don't see a lot of humor being used by a lot of, by a lot of copywriters these days. You know, it all, feels, it all feels quite serious, you know, serious. So I try to inject quite a bit of humor, as I always did with my, with my screenplays, because, you know, I, I love writers. You know, well, I mean, like, of course, we all love Quentin Tarantino, who, who writes extremely violent films, uh, punctuated with great humor, mm -hmm. which is what we call a pattern interrupt in the copywriting business. So there are many parallels between the two, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's the the certain places like I with humor is me as well. I, I really like using that. But a lot of the voices that I, I've had to write for, it's like, ah, it's like this person would never say it. I'm like, oh, fine. But I'm using it in something else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, I mean, the, the lead, the lead is, is so critical. Um, I use a lot of I used to use a lot of cold opens in my screenplays. And that's when 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 the movie opens right in the middle of an action scene. And mm -hmm. we've all loved these movies. All the James Bond movies do it. Mission Impossible, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Star Wars, um, a lot of Tarantino's movies. Um, Standing Private Ryan, one of my favorites, opens up plunging you right in the middle of an action scene. And so in my, in my sales letters, I'll often start at a critical rock bottom moment of the story and then begin the sales letter. And then in my story section later on, I'll circle back to that rock bottom moment and pick up the story from there. Yeah, starting in the action, then giving that backstory later on, right? Yeah, whatever you can do to hook them, you know? Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, thanks. Really appreciate it. Oh, anytime, my friend. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Isaac. Beautiful. All right, we have a question here from John about screenplay writing. Nice. What's up, John? Hello. Hey, Stephen. Hey. How's it going? Good, good. Hey, John. Hey, Rob. Thank you for taking my question. Um, my question was actually the same as Isaac, but as you were answering, um, I changed the question up a little bit. Um, since you come from the screenplay world and then you became a copywriter, like a lot of us have entered the world of writing as a copywriter first. Do you feel like there's any mm -hmm. benefit for us to learn screenplay writing, you know, to help our copy become better or? Yes, there's a great book I picked up the other day and reread, A Story by Robert McKee. And Robert McKee is, uh, is a legend in Hollywood. He, he, he leads these massive seminars for, for teaching screenplay writing um, and teaching storytelling. And I think a lot of it is really applicable to what we're doing with copy. Um, and I, I, actually, on a side note, I told Stefan this um, a, long, a while ago, I think. It's amazing to me how, you know, when I was starting out in this business with screenwriting and, and Everyone wanted to write the great American novel or everyone wanted to become a screenwriter and be the next Tarantino. And now there's this whole movement of young people who are really into copywriting, which, which wasn't the case you know, five, 10 years ago. And I think that you've been responsible for this in a, in a, lot, in a, in a big way, which is really interesting. Helped, I've helped, um, um, I can't take all the credit, but helped. No, out. but I mean, you're, you, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's coming from somewhere. Um, I never was, was aware of this industry. Um, back in the day and it's become a very popular thing it's it's a it's sort of a rock star thing now becoming a badass highly paid copywriter yeah i think i think um i mean well for me it like really just changed my 
changed my life so much. Right. I mean, that's the thing. And, and understanding yeah. <clears throat> like the same way you kind of feel with screenwriting, but it's like, Oh my God, like people will just pay me to write um, and to be creative. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. to me, that's like the best feeling. Even yesterday I talked with a, a client I'm doing something for. It's like a skincare product. And it's really cool. We've got this like super badass celebrity doctor who she's like done Ted talks and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And then we've got a, um, an actress who she was like a child actress, but she's been on, you know, famous TV shows and, and like, but we're like, well, how do we use both of them together? And then like, I was talking through it with the client and kind of came up with this whole, like really unique kind of like clothes where it's, I don't want to give away too much of a moment, kind of infomercial style, but not like, so like, um, you know, infomercial styles where it's like, can people get this product today? Like they can't, you know I mean? Not like, I don't want to kind of go like that. Um, like, like, want to be more authentic. Um, but like I basically came up with this whole like really cool thing that hasn't really been done in a VSL. And then, um, like I'm like super excited. And so I just, the idea that I can, I was telling Laura, it's like, man, for all this stuff I do just still when I get to be really creative and come up with something unique, but that I think will work and, um, get paid for it. Like that's still just one of the best feelings in the world, you know? And I think that's why a lot of people get attracted to copywriting as well. I think it's income, but it's also like a huge part of it is just like the idea that you can get paid to be creative. I mean, that's an amazing thing, right? It's hard to find jobs that pay well for creativity. I love the gratification of seeing it done and on online and yeah. being enjoyed by people. You know, um, I started writing for magazines, back, you know, years ago, partially because I could crank out magazine stories and have them in print and on shelves of, of, of um, on the racks. You know, a week later and see my name on the byline, and I, I got off on that. I loved it. You know, of course, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, who doesn't? You know. John, John, did that answer your question? I kind of went on a, on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Actually, one more <laughs> before I go. Uh, do you have any books? Sure. Other than the Rob McKee book, well, which I'll certainly pick up. That's the main one that I would recommend. Um, yeah. I would also recommend going on Amazon and a lot of these great um, filmmakers, there are their screenplays are, are published and there's compendiums like the great scripts of Woody Allen or the great scripts of Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy them in screenplay format and read them and you will learn a lot about how to write very crisp, concise language to tell a story, which I think is um, so important. You know, um, it's, I think, I think Stefan has popularized to a lot of people, the, um, the ellipses, you know, every, every, every line is its own paragraph with the ellipses and the way when it's done well, it's super effective. But I do see a lot of younger copywriters kind of abusing it. And they think because they're using the ellipses on every line that they're telling a concise story. But the thing goes on forever. You know, it doesn't go anywhere. It's like, tell the story, man. You know, use, it, it, they're, just, they're, they're overly long. You know, in screenplays, chop that all down. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cool. No problem, John. Appreciate it. Thanks, John. <sighs> yeah, Rob, you know, the, the funny thing with the ellipses is, is exactly it doesn't give you permission to tell a boring story um exactly exactly and and there's like a rhythm and a meter to it too because like i use ellipses but there's a period so it's basically like every like you know it's like almost like a sentence but i'm breaking up the sentence for like flow and i'm also or i'm you know continuing on like an idea or especially there's more than one idea in a sentence type thing then you have to pause but if you you see scripts where it's just ellipses and there's never like a period at the end of it and you're like well now if I'm just reading this continuously, then I'm like getting mentally exhausted because I'm not able to take a break and pause. Um, and then my favorite yeah. is people put ellipses in the middle of like sentences though, that don't make sense. So it'll be like, you know, yeah. the dog dot, dot, dot was at the window and dot, 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 like, you know, and then yeah. dot, 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 I went to, and I'm like, wait, you know, you don't need to like, like, I feel like they, some people don't know 
how to use them. So they just put them into random sentences and they're like, I yeah. think I'm supposed to do this. I'm a copywriter. Um, but honestly, you, you said the word rhythm. You've got to have short sentences followed yeah. by a longer sentence. Vary the length of the sentences, not just each line is 25 words, right. you know? Yeah. That is so boring to read. Yeah, exactly. And some of my, my best yeah. copies always been those short, punchy sentences. And so I think the yeah. the dog, uh, the dog, sorry, I was laughing at the dog thing. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's cool. Awesome. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe, and I will see you in my email list.